0: Hi there, welcome to the share your story podcast. This series is becoming part of the legs go program developed by Ergo Medical and aims to help you become active in your healing. These are real and inspiring stories from leg ulcer patients. Why? Because you're not alone in your journey to healing. My name is Janet Harris, I'm 83 years old, 14 years ago I had my first ulcer on the inside of my right leg because I crossed my legs over while I was at a restaurant and banged it underneath the table but it gave me no pain. It opened like a tulip but it was all clean, I never had any pain and then I saw The doctor when I came back and the also nurses came to my home and did what they had to do and bandaged my leg up, but I never had any problem with that. Whether it was because my leg was stronger, the skin and that was stronger. Now, after 14 years, I put some ankle boots on to go out in the sloshy weather we had, and it rubbed the skin where my ulcer had healed. It rubbed it off completely in the end. So I had to, on the 10th of March, I went to see the nurse at the surgery. She uh, took a swab and bandaged it up but it was giving me so much pain. and you had to sort of blow on it and it would be so sore, it was like I was tangled in barbed wire and sandpaper. So every movement, it hurt. And it went on for weeks. And then I had district nurse come to me twice a week some were quite good some were they left it very loose and it never seemed to heal and in the end hillary got in touch with the ulcer clinic and referred me to come to the clinic and from then on it was wonderful absolutely wonderful they i think it was because they put that extra support stocking on it was very tight and my feet used to Below up. But during this time with the district nurses, I was never free of pain. I took cold and mold tablets, two when I really needed them at a time, and one when I thought, oh, I'll just take one. But to go to the toilet, it was agony, because I used to walk on my toes or on my heel. I couldn't go up and down the stairs. But luckily, my husband really luckily, but he's got a stair lift because he can't walk up and down the stairs. And I used that. Everybody's saying, oh, you'll be able to use that all the time. And I said, no, I'm going to walk up the stairs. This is not gonna make me stay at home forever and not be able to walk. So that's what I've done. I got very, very depressed. So I used to read a lot to try and take my mind off it, but it was so violent that um, if I spoke about it, I just wanted to cry. Even now, I feel I want to cry because I remember what it was like. But Frank, my husband, He tried to do the dinners and I did go and help him. And one day I was quite free of it and I did my ironing and I tried to do hanging washing on the line and all that, but gardening I couldn't do, which I I can do now. But um, it was like a pain I'd never had before. I think I'd rather have babies than have that pain again. I'm getting a bit now. I quite enjoyed it, really. I think somebody else was going to cook my dinner. (laughs) (laughs) But I did stand over him, but I thought it's good that he does it, because if anything had happened to me, he could do things, whereas he's always been dependent on me to do everything. Because years ago, marriages were like that. You did your job, they did theirs, you know. And even now, when my leg is hurting me a bit now, I haven't told him that it's hurting me, you know. But I feel, oh, I wish you'd go and do something. Because standing still makes it worse. I know if I told him, he'd get more worried and panic. He's got enough troubles. My garden, Ruth and Martin used to come up and do my garden, cut the grass, and chop this down and dig that up. Because I sit in the settee and I can see the birds eating the seeds and everything out there. And It was so awful to see it, all the weeds. And <laughs> whereas now I've, I've been doing the leaves. I've filled up two big bins, <laughs> but my leg hurts. It is hurting me now. It's tight and sore. That's what it is, it's sore. With the the district nurses and the clinic at the surgery, it was just bandaging it up and as soon as I started to walk, still felt the same as when I went in. Nothing seemed to change. The clinic, the Ulster Clinic, sent me a letter saying they would give me a place as soon as they could. But if I'm not happy on the other page, if I'm not happy with the way things are going now, please phone. And I thought, I must phone. I must ask them if there's something they can tell the clinic, the surgery, to use to stop the pain. So I did it, and I said that whatever they're doing, they're trying their best, but it's not working. Nothing's working. It's getting worse. And they didn't like it very much, really, that I'd spoke to the ulcer clinic, but I told them that they said if I was unhappy about it, and I thought if they could say to you, put that double-strength bandage on, it would help more. It was so tight, I didn't like it that much because my feet swelled, my toes. But I could walk. Like I said before, I went to the town with my daughter for the first time since March the 10th. I went to the town and we walked around in the shop. She got her children things and that and I loved it. And for five hours we got we were there and it was lovely. Absolutely lovely. I used to go out with my dog but I only had sandy shoes to um wear. Well, I did go to pavers where I got these from because they do sell quite a lot of shoes with the straps going over. And I thought if I could get a pair of shoes like that, I'd be all right, I could still go out. But I could put the front of my foot in, but not the back because the bandage was so thick and big, I couldn't get my heel in. So I stuck with just my sandals that had two straps over the front. I was so glad to walk and not feel any pain, not to feel any sandpaper. I was determined to do it. I really was, because I thought I'm still young and I'm still active and I'm still gonna do it, you know but now I'm taking my dog out with Frank. I have to hold his arm because he could fall over. Hold the dog's lead and there's my leg starting to hurt. But I do it, you know, I persevere. And I come in and I sit down and have some lunch. And I think you've got to, even though you could cry, Every single minute of the day and at night when I move, even now, it's like someone's stabbing my leg. I have it on a pillow and I do all what I should do. I put my legs up in the air and, and everything, but um, you've got to get up and do something. Even if it's just to make a drink, do some dusting, just try and keep your leg off the floor as much as possible just to do a little bit and then go and sit down again. It's a very, very hard pain. It's such a sore, raw pain, you know, as if you've been skinned alive, that sort of. You can't really call it pain, it's soreness all the time. We're not at the clinic and the district nurses, I didn't go out very much. I went shopping. My husband had the trolley and I just wandered around. I tried not to stand in one place because I know walking's good for it. I still wore my summer skirts because I'd been wearing elastic stockings for 14 years. I'd automatically wore them but with the bandaging on that leg I had my sandals on, and I still wore the same clothes. I'm only wearing trousers now because it's getting wintry because it means I'd have to put my tights on. If I wear skirts. it's a bit drafty with nothing up the top. <laughs> it's like I was when I went to the hospital with Frank. He had to go for urology because he had bladder cancer. He has to have his... Um, What's the name? Changed, catheters changed. And then we ca- we couldn't get a taxi home. So we got the bus and my leg was getting a bit sore then. And then we had to get the other bus. An hour and a half, we stood there in the cold. And I mean, he just had his catheter change and it's sore. Oh, when I got on the bus, this chap, driving, his hair was all everywhere, and I said to him, I've been waiting an hour and a half for this bus, it's freezing cold, and my husband and I are, you know, really tired of waiting. They could easily have sent someone out to apologise that they hadn't got the drivers or the bus was all up the creek, but he didn't say a word to me, and then... When I got home, I noticed on the um, bandage there some blood had come through. You know, it was very watery. It was a dark red or But they did say to me, phone immediately, anything happens. Like I'm always the same, I try and do it myself. And um, I don't fancy having the bandage put on, but if I have to, I have to. I'm just glad that they got it right, which it was. It was perfect, but um, it's just happened again. Perhaps I, I should have something done to the vein that's there. I don't want to have an operation of it out. I'm going to have it with the injection. They can do injections. I don't mind that. If your leg is well, just keep it covered. Keep it from any danger and just carry on being as you always have been because if you mope about and worry then you'll you'll get depressed again. I feel sorry for people who have got both their legs, I mean both legs like that and if you're in pain that must be terrible. We went uh, on holiday this year for a week to Centre Parks just to get somewhere else. My, I was still under the clinic, the doctors then, and um, she really bandaged my leg up well, and like a big ball <laughs> around it to protect it. And um, we went there just to be with them and, you know, my grandchildren and that. and Everywhere things were happening was up a big hill, so Frank had it hard to try and walk. I was finding it hard walking with Violet, so that you have wheelchairs for nothing, you don't have to pay for it. They got Frank one, so that was it, and then one day, walking up to the swimming pool with them my leg was really hurting me and Martin went and got me another one so we were both sitting there. oh I felt so you know a critical sort of thing that I'm sitting in a wheelchair <laughs> and all it was was just soaring. It was lovely that my grandchildren took turns in pushing us you know. <laughs> now, Ruth had booked lots of things um, pedal thing in the, on the river and all that. But I said, I can't go on that because I'll get this all wet. So she said, we could put a dustbin bag <laughs> on it and in the canoes and all that. She didn't realise how awkward it is having this. Now that doesn't hurt my leg. I can do this. I haven't got no soreness there. But when I stop, put my leg out. It's all tight. All you can do is tell them what it's like, how it hurts. Do whatever you can with them. Like when I was out walking, Ruth said to me, how's your leg, mum? And I'd forgotten about my leg. I was enjoying it so much being out. You know, she did pamper around me sometimes. You know, you sit down in all this business, but I think you've just got to say to them that, It hurts, but one day it won't, so I won't bother you so much. Ruth still comes and does my garden and cleans my windows for me and that, but she's such a good girl. I mean, she's got enough on her plate as it is. She's not young, she'll be 50 next year. And uh, my other son's in Germany, and I've got uh, another, my oldest, he's, He's 59. He's just found out he's got rheumatoid arthritis. But he's like me. You know, it's not gonna hold you down. Um, He drives for Sainsbury's with the the food around, you know, to the difference. But they've put him onto something else. He goes to the farms now where they get the fruit and vegetables and all I said to Frank, oh, I'd love that. go with Carrie. (laughs) I think that is the most important thing, no matter how much pain you're in and what you're having to do. And, I mean, I used to be scared before the district nurses came. I used to really get all uptight because I was so afraid They were going to pull it off like that nurse was going to. I mean, at the clinic in the surgery, they used to let me do it myself because I used to take my blue gloves with me that Frank has with his catheters. And um, I used to wet it first and then they used to treat it. I was so worried they would go at it and just pull it off. That really is a killer. So if anybody tries to do that, don't let them. Whatever anybody's going to do, don't let them. That is the main, main thing. If you can stand up for yourself, there. That district nurse, I think I spoke so crossly at her, you know. Um, I think she, did, uh, she thought, oh, you know, <laughs> whereas they don't care very much. They don't. They're just doing the job. They go there, take this off, put that on, bandage it up and that's it. You know, there was no, like here. They're they're like angels here. They really are absolutely wonderful. And if I hadn't have come here, I mean, it's an awful long time from sort of like March, April, May, June, July. I think it was August I started coming here. All the other time it was worrying what's going to happen next and still having the pain and it never seemed to heal. When they took off my extra support, was bandage they called that? When they took that off and I went home and I said to Ruth, I can wear my sandals now. I think I'll wear a different one on each foot. <laughs> but I put my sandals on and it didn't feel right. So I went back to my strap over sandals I'd been wearing when I had all the bandage on. And I had to go to the surgery to have my normal, because I take thyroxine tablets, to have my blood tests done. And they said, hello, Jenny, how are you? And I said, look, look all done and I said but I can't get out of these shoes because something doesn't feel right and the nurse said to me it's because you had all that weight on your leg and now putting ordinary sandals on you haven't got the support and that's what's making it so that cured that I gradually got over. Even though it's a bit sore now, I'm still doing everything. I do my own. Gardening about the only thing. Doing the grass and digging up the weeds. I do a bit of the leaves at the moment, but um, I'm getting ready for Christmas decorations now. Even though it's opened up a bit now and it's sore, Like, but I know that it will be healed as soon as they see it, they'll treat it and their magic touch and it will be healed again. You just listened to the Let's Go Share Your Story podcast. For more information on how you can become an actor of your healing, visit the ErgoMedical website at www.ergomedical.com.